All right, so to say that Saturday was embarrassing would be an understatement, I guess. Michigan did whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted it. Um, we couldn't stop the run to the tune of 418 yards. I think the number was 369 yards we had given up on the ground until then. And we went from a top five rush defense in the country to, I think, around 55th. So, yeah, that was, I mean, Michigan could have not passed the ball once and still beaten us because there were just holes that the running backs were going through where they wouldn't even get touched until maybe the, the third level. And that just, that just cannot happen. That just cannot happen. Um, and there's, there's, there's plenty of blame to go around. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't all go to Franklin. And we'll, we'll get into that here in, in a second. And we'll get, into, um, we'll get into Michigan a little bit. Not going to talk too much about it because there's really nothing to talk about. And then obviously we'll talk about Minnesota, talk about the Saturday slate. But first, housekeeping notes. These are the quick slants. Appreciate the sports always. Go follow me on Twitter. I'm at Stephen underscore Springs. You can go follow my co-host of the We Got Next podcast, Christian Hayes. Shout out to Christian. He is at AO Shifty. You can go follow the We Got Next podcast as well, which is at We underscore Got Next. Go follow the quick slants on Twitter, which is at the quick slants. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Spotify. So we'll just go ahead and do the Saturday slate and then we will dive into a whole mess of things. Um... Noon game, Iowa travels to Columbus to take on Ohio State. That should be another easy one for the for the Buckeyes. That is 12 o'clock on Fox. Uh, UT Martin t- takes on number three now, Tennessee. 12 o'clock on the SEC Network. Tennessee after that massive win against Alabama last week. 11 million people watched that game. Um, that's, that's nuts. Highest watched game of the, uh, of the season so far. Great game in the, in the ACC. Um, surprising number 14 Syracuse travels to Death Valley to take on Clemson 12 o'clock ABC uh, number 21 Cincinnati takes on uh, SMU 12 o'clock on ESPN Kansas takes on Baylor 12 o'clock on ESPN 2 going down to the 3:30 hours number 7 Ole Miss travels to Baton Rouge to take on LSU 3:30 on CBS big game in the Pac-12 number 9 UCLA takes on number 10 Oregon 3:30 on Fox I believe College Game Day will be out in Oregon for that one. Um, big game in the Big 12. Number 20, takes uh, Texas takes on number 11, Oklahoma State, 3.30 on ABC. Boston College travels to take on number 13, ranked Wake Forest, ACC Network, 3.30. Memphis takes on number 25, Tulane, 3.30 ESPN2. Purdue travels to take on Wisconsin, um, 3.30 on ESPN. Northwestern takes on Maryland, 3.30 on the Big 10 Network. Going down to the later hours more. Number 24, Mississippi State travels to Tuscaloosa to take on number 6, Alabama. See how Alabama responds. I anticipate them responding well. 7 o'clock on ESPN. Obviously, the boys are on 7.30 on ABC. Um, and, the, and the SEC, Texas A&M travels to Columbia to take on South Carolina. 7.30 on the SEC Network. Big game in the Pac-12, or in the Big 12 again. Number 17, Kansas State 
takes on number eight TCU, eight o'clock FS1. And for you night owls, uh, Pac-12 after dark, Washington takes on Cal, 1030 ESPN. And San Diego State takes on Nevada, 1030 CBS Sports Network. Okay, so I've gone back, watched the tape again, watched <clears throat> a lot of people break it down. And while, yes, it was embarrassing, it was a, a punch in the mouth that I don't think anyone really saw coming, uh, even though we knew what they were going to do. Everybody knew what they were going to do. It's not like Harbaugh was going to throw a curveball and say, you know what, let's abandon the run and let McCarthy throw it 25 times. That's never going to happen unless they're forced into that, unless the defense that they're playing can stop the run, which obviously we could not do. And going back and watching it again um, reluctantly, watching it again, watching some breakdowns of it, uh, and watching more people who have more time on their hands to do those types of things and break down individual plays and big plays and all that kind of good stuff. It defensively, <clears throat> it was um, a lot of just a lot of guys out of place, and a lot of things that as the game went on, there were no no adjustments made. Like the linebackers would be five six yards off the ball. Instead, uh, you know, on, on a third and short, instead of being up close to the line of scrimmage, 90% of the time, they're going to run the ball. And they did a couple of those play-action rollouts with McCarthy, and some of them were, some of them didn't. One of them resulted in a pick six. Um, but it was it was simple things like that, and guys just not, you know, being fundamentally sound with their gaps and where they should be at. And our linebacker play was just sloppy and inconsistent for the most part. And we knew heading into the season that linebacker would be a position of weakness for us. And it really, it really showed on, on Saturday. Um, now, guys like Sutherland and Jacobs were, <clears throat> were in position a good amount of times, but just not quite there. Uh, Carter, Abdul Carter, and um, Kobe King and Elston were, again, a lot of times out of place. They would make some plays, but... For the most part, they were out of place, and then tackling was a was a huge issue as well. Um, even when we would get to the guy, it, it'd be poor tackling, um, not going for a, a proper tackle, and just trying to a wing it type of deal. And you know, we kind of just got bullied at, at the point of attack. There again, there was there were some good plays, but not many. Um, I know everyone looks at the, the pick six and, and the Clifford run and, and Harrison Wallace catch down the sideline as our, our big plays. And that was really about it. You take those three plays away and it's a lot uglier than it, it seemed. Uh, 418 yards on the ground. There's really no excuse for that when we've been pretty much dominating in that in that phase. I know Michigan, that's, that's how they're built. That's what they do. And again, we knew that they were going to do that. And they knew that we knew that they were going to do that, and yet we couldn't we couldn't stop it. So that was really tough. And they had some big plays, um, the Corum run. Donovan Edwards had a big run, and it just seemed like they were they were gashing us for minimum four or five yards of carry. I think at the end it was close to eight yards of carry. Um, 
so obviously that's 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 priority number one because the next two teams that we play <laughs> are going to do the exact same thing. Minnesota with Muhammad Ibrahim gonna try and do the exact same thing, running down our throat until we can stop it. And again, we know that they're going to do that. Whether they have Tanner Morgan or not, they are going to do that. And we know they are going to do that. And they know, just watching the film, hey, they can't stop the run, so shit, let's just let's just keep doing it. And not even looking ahead to Ohio State and what they're going to try and do with, with the run game and set up their pass game, we'll, we will get to that part down the road. But it was... Uh, and also watching the film, I guess if you want to take away some um, some positives from it, the the boys didn't quit. Um, there was no um, there was no quit in in the fight, and they they competed, they they played hard, they really did. Like they they really did. But at some point, the defense was just getting worn down because they were on the field so much, and the time. Time of possession was just dominated by Michigan. Obviously, in the second half, it just like it seemed like our offense was really never on the field after after a certain point. And then, speaking of uh, of the offense, it's tough because I just don't see any creativity, and it, it's the same the same handful of plays and the same the same results most of the time. And we 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 don't take a lot of shots downfield, which is super disappointing because we have we have a lot of those guys who can who can do it and like i said i know we had the harrison wallace play down the sideline but that was really it and clifford had 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 time uh you know on a handful of possessions he didn't have a lot of it but he had he had some so i i would love to see that be a thing where we take some shots down the field um, like I said, we have the guys to do so, not just at receiver, but at tight end as well. So that's something I know I know all of us would love to see. Um, you know, every time it seemed like we would get something going, we would slow down, and they would make a stop, or they would just be the the play call. Play call would would maybe be there, but it was poor execution, or it was a bad play call and no chance for execution. So. You know, blocking up front wasn't 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 great throughout the game. It was good at some points, wasn't great for at, you know for the most part. Obviously, we couldn't do anything on the ground. We couldn't do shit on the ground minus the Clifford run. You take away that, and I don't even know if we had seventy five yards on the ground between anybody else. So so that was tough. Um, yeah, it, it's I, I don't know where you start with the blame for this one. Saturday was a collective team loss. You know, it from from the top to bottom, it was a collective team loss. We had two weeks to prepare. We knew what they were going to do. The the tackling was poor. The execution was poor on defense. Guys out of place. Um, offensively, no creativity whatsoever. We knew that we could attack them in some areas. If you watch the Indiana game, we knew that we could potentially t- attack them on the perimeter. Barely did that. I know you got to try and set up the run game to, you know, kind of make that happen more more often than none. But it was kind of just, it, it was tough to do any of that, really. Um, again, we couldn't tackle. We couldn't really block that well. Clifford, you know, made some good throws. Um, but, we, you know, it just it just wasn't there. It wasn't our day. And that's pretty much it. It wasn't our day. Um, we took one on the chin. And we just got to learn from it. And this is the point of the season that we get to. 
every single year. When, when we're in this, when, when we're in this spot, and we've lost that first game of the season after being, you know, four no, five, six, seven, eight, no, whatever we've gotten to, and we've been to all those phases, we've been to all those records. We saw what happened last year. Completely fell apart. I know Clifford was injured. I know there was a lot going on, but still, completely fell apart. 2017, lost to Ohio State. You know, we didn't fall apart. We still, still, you know, managed to go what 11 and 11 and two, but lost that next game. 2018, same thing. Lost to Ohio State. Season didn't fall apart, but we lost, lost that next game. Um, and, and it just happens. You know, 2019, lost to Minnesota. I know Ohio State was was really good that year, but nonetheless, still fell apart. Um, so it's tough, you know. It's it's tough because we get to this point and we we, we just we collapse. And coming off a loss, I I, I don't know what what it is. I I don't know if it's just we, you know they just can't get up for it. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. I, I don't know the answer to that question, but. This is like a, de- a defining moment for our season. I mean, it's going to go one or two ways, and there's no in between. We're either going to win Saturday, come out with, with an attitude, come out with a, a physicality and aggressiveness, and kick Minnesota's ass, or at least just win the game. Hell, just, just win the game. Ideally, we kick their ass. <clears throat> or, and that, and that sets up a, a springboard for the rest of the season, you know, go back to 2016. We got dismantled in the big house, way worse than we did actually on last Saturday, believe it or not. And then we end up you know, winning the Big Ten. We beat Ohio State at home, and it was it literally this exact schedule: Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio State, and we all we all know how that season went, right? So, again, we're five and one. We're not three and three. So, plenty to play for the, for the rest of the season. But again, we either learn from what happened on Saturday. And the, the defense watched, watched the film as a whole unit, which is new for the season. They watched as a unit. Offensively, maybe we'll get some creativity going. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. But we either take what happened, we learn from it, come out on Saturday, whiteout environment, homecoming, you know, big stage, primetime, all that kind of good stuff. And we, we show everybody, hey, look, that, that's not who we are. That's not, that's not the team we are. And by the way, if you put our... Our worst game on the schedule so far, and you put our best performance of the year uh, on on the, on a spectrum. You put what happened on Saturday as easily our worst performance, and then at the other end of the spectrum, you put the Auburn game, which was by far our best performance of the year. You put those two at the opposite at opposite ends of the spectrum. We're closer to being that team that beat Auburn, no question. We're like we're not the team that we saw on Saturday. There's no way. Like there's no way we are that team. And I think everybody would agree that we are not what we saw on Saturday. Again, we either learn from what happened, take it on the chin, put that behind us. And I know it's uh, people might be tired of of you know the saying, but we find a way to go one and zero on Saturday night. Or the the other possibility is what we've seen happen is that we don't respond and we come out flat and we lose. And essentially, the season would be over at that point because it's 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 Ohio State and Michigan, and then a gap. So that's that's what we've seen happen. And then the conversation picks up again: is what the hell's going on? Where's the disconnect? What what are we doing wrong? You know, fire Franklin. We need to make this change. We need to do this, this, and this. 
And it just becomes a the, the continuous circle that we are already in and just keep going around and around and around. So, <clears throat> the, the, but there's no, there's, no, there's no middle ground. It's either we come out aggressive, play hard, have some, some, some energy, have a spark, all that kind of good stuff, or we come out flat and lose, and then, you know, we start to spiral, and then Ohio State comes to town, and we're, you know, in the midst of a two- and then three-game losing streak, and then, you know, we're, we're five and three, and back to kind of, back to kind of square one. So, the, that's, that's that. Now, I hope it's, I hope we come out aggressive and everything and get the job done, but obviously, we got to see how, how they respond. And it starts, that starts with Franklin. But the the thing is, like, once it gets to Saturday night, you can, the coaches can, can game plan all week. They can coach all week. They can, you know, teach this and do that and install that and, and everything. And it looks good during practice and, and, and whatnot. But in, like when the ball is kicked off and it's, and it's then between the white lines and the clock is running, it's, it's on the players to make the throws, make the blocks, make the reads, be in position on defense, remember how to tackle, you know, all those all those things that you do work on all week, that you are coached on all week, it's it's then on those guys to make those things happen. <clears throat> and again, we've seen it before where we get to this point and we have one of these games where it's a bounce back game and we need something good to happen and it doesn't. So I, I think people are going to look at you. Know, if we beat Minnesota uh, on paper, it's it's kind of one of those things like, yes, we should beat Minnesota, but until we go out and do it and until we, you know, prove that last week wasn't a fluke and we cannot let what has happened in the past happen this year where we come off a loss and lose again and then the season spirals. And again, I'm not going to – we all know what happens. We all – We've all watched it happen for years. Not just under Franklin, too. Like, we've all seen it happen. So, um, that's like, that's it. That's what we need to happen. We need to go out, go 1-0. Ideally, we kick their ass and we make a statement. Say, hey, last week was a fluke. This, this is the team we are. We're better than that. We're still, we're still, still a contender. And we still have a long way to go. And then we welcome Ohio State to town. Uh, five things that... I put down for last week. Oh boy, um, zero turnovers. Check, got that one done. Under 200 yards for Michigan. Obviously, that did not happen. I believe they had that in the first half. Over 200 yards for us. Obviously, that did not happen. We weren't even remotely close to that. Clean game for Clifford. Um, sure, sure. There, there were a couple, couple sacks, but. He didn't really make any any mistakes, so we'll give that a a light check mark. Five plus sacks, that didn't happen. So, it, you know, we didn't have any turnovers. Clean game for Cliff, and that was really about it on my on my checklist. So, whatever. New week, new new top five things. Um, we need some sort of spark. That's number one. We need some sort of spark, and we'll get into what that potentially could be. But we need someone to step up. We need someone to step up, and I know it's a team sport, but 
having one of those individual performances, whether it's, you know, 19 carries, 145 yards, and three touchdowns from Nick Singleton, whether it's, you know, 20 of 25 for 300 yards and three touchdowns from Cliff, whether it's, you know, four sacks from Chop Robinson or a pick six from Joey Porter or something like something like that that can just bring some life and some energy into into the team, the coaches, the fans, and just you know, get us get us going. We need a we we need a spark. I wrote down stop the run. Whatever that whatever that means. I I, I don't know what, what exactly that means coming off of last week. Slow down the run maybe if you want to phrase it that way. But we need to we need to do that. First and foremost, we need to be able to not let Minnesota do what Michigan did to us. So that's that's that. Tackle better. I think easier easier said than done, but pretty pretty simple. Downfield shots. We we just we just haven't done so, and you know, I guess we don't have a guy that's like a Jahan Dotson or a KJ Hamler or Chris Godwin or whoever. Like I guess we don't have that. But that doesn't mean we, we can't do it. Parker Washington has, has proved that he can do so. Mitchell Tinsley has, has proven he can do so. Our tight ends have done it. You know, we have Harrison Wallace. We have Keandre Lambert-Smith. You know, we have some guys who can at least run those routes and at least let's throw the ball up to them and, and, and do that. Um, I'd love to see that a couple more times on, on Saturday night. And then we need a bounce back game. We need a, a win is a win. Going 1-0 is going 1-0, right? But I, I would love a a bounce back dominant performance where again we prove that last week was not who we are and that we are much, much better than that. Because I, I, I do believe we are. And I do believe we still have a team that can compete for a Big Ten title. A lot of people probably won't believe that because we all get caught up in what happened last week. And I know that that, that was brutal to watch, but we still have a really good team. I think there have been times this season where it's like, yes, we have a team offensively, defensively that can that can that can compete. So I'd love to have one of those games. Um, so again, some sort of spark, stop the run, tackle better, better, downfield shots, and we need a bounce back game. One of those sparks um, can be at the quarterback position. And that's the conversation uh, that was lingering from the time the season started and until now and that has gone on this week where Clifford was injured on on Saturday don't know the extent of it and it's not season ending we don't know his status for Saturday yet Franklin obviously you know declined to go go down that road as he as he usually does <clears throat> so didn't think we were gonna get anything from that and shit we might not know the status of our quarterback until Saturday night you know, at 7.30 or, or whenever the team comes on the, the field for the first drive. So, which that's probably more likely than anything being announced during the week, you know, post-practice, you know, uh, press conference that Franklin has this week or whatever, or he comes out and says it at any point. It's more likely that we'll, we'll know Saturday night. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that we need to bench Sean Clifford. Um, I think that, yes, Franklin is correct in saying that he has earned the right to be the guy. And at, at no point really in the season so far has he put us 
in a bad spot, you know, that we're, you know, in a spot that we're going to lose. So you can't really say any negative thing about Cliff in that regard. But what I will say is that you need someone who can make those four or five throws a game. And you need someone who can who can make those throws to keep drives going or to to make it a long touchdown pass or just make the right decision those four or five times in game instead of the two or three that we might be getting now. <clears throat> and again, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not Cliff, but we just haven't seen it. We just haven't seen it. And we obviously have no idea what Drew Allar is is fully capable of. I think we all want to believe that he's capable of being an, an elite college quarterback, which you absolutely must have. You absolutely must have that guy who can make those four or five plays, if not more, a game. Like that's like there's no there's no question about that. And Again, we don't know if Drew Aller is going to be that guy, <clears throat> that elite college quarterback. Sean Clifford has had opportunities to prove that he is that elite college quarterback or a great college quarterback that can lead his team to, to that point. And it hasn't been there, whether it's it's been derailed because of injuries, but he's he's been inconsistent. He's been inaccurate at times. I know his numbers would prove that he's a, he's, he's a really solid college quarterback, but that's not going to win you big tens. That's not going to beat Ohio State and Michigan. That's not going to obviously get you to the playoffs. You look at every other team that's that's at the top of the country right now, and they all have one thing in common. Sure, they have good coaching. Sure, they have good playmakers. Sure, they have good schemes and whatever, but they all have that 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 really solid guy under center that is great to elite at making those plays. And I don't need to go down the list of, of all those guys or, you know, you look at, you look at Pitt without Kenny Pickett. You know, you look at what Florida State has done without Jameis Winston. You know, you look at how many guys Clemson just keeps turning out at the quarterback position. I know they they struggled a couple years ago with, with DJ, but they just it, it it keeps coming and they have that elite guy at the quarterback position. Ohio State, Georgia, you know, Alabama. You you look at Georgia specifically, they've been looking for that guy. And they got Stetson Bennett, and Stetson Stetson Bennett isn't going to be the number one draft pick, but he is great at what they're asking him to do. J.J. McCarthy at, at you know Michigan, just saw him last weekend, making the throws when he needs to. He's completing, I think, 76% of his passes, leading the country in completion percentage. Their offense obviously isn't based around him, but he does what they ask him to do or what they need him to do at a you know very, very high level, and that's what you need. And I'm not saying, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that Cliff isn't capable of it, but we just haven't seen him do so on a near consistent basis, so I don't know what the what the answer is for quarterback. I, I do I do agree that Cliff has um, earned the right to to be the starter. If he's not healthy, obviously Drew Allar is going to play. If if Cliff is you know injured and not going to give us a best a good chance of winning or a good chance of putting us in a position to win, yes, they're obviously going to go with Allar, and I think. You know, if Cliff is healthy and can play and can do the things that he is supposed to do at a um, a good level and health wise, he's he's fine. Then yeah, he's he's going to be the starter. Um, 
But I do think at some point there has to be, if we lose on Saturday or we don't play well and win and Cliff is still struggling, it's, it's, I, I don't think they're going to put Alar in. I don't think they're going to start him. I think, yes, that maybe sends the wrong message that we're just, you know, we're done with Cliff, even though he's really done nothing wrong up until this point. Um, but like, you need a spark, like you need a spark. And again, it could be from a guy who has a pick six or a hundred yard game in the air, or you know one of our running backs goes off, or someone has four sacks, or whatever. Like it, it could be any number of those things, but the consistency factor of getting those big plays is going to come for your quarterback. I know we have to work on a ton of other things. I know that defensively we have to we have to be in much better positions. I know that offensive line wise we need to block our asses off way better than we did and get more consistent at that. Um, I know our receivers need to create separation, and there's other things that we need to do, but it starts with a quarterback, and if you have a guy who can provide all that and who can provide that energy and that 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 ability to bring up the guys around you and make those plays, you got to look long and, hard, long and hard at that because we have a long way to go this season. We're 5-1. and one. Like I said, we're not 3-3. Three and three, We're 5-1. and one. We have a long way to go this season, and it starts on Saturday night. So far, I think we're favored by four and a half, which is low. Um, but coming off last weekend and knowing what Minnesota can do, knowing how they're going to run the ball, sure, I, that's that's fair, I guess. Um, unfortunately, this will be the first whiteout that I've missed in, I think, 15 years. I think this will be the first whiteout I've ever missed. And um, the energy needs to be there from all phases. Um you know, fans, players, coaches, it needs to be there. I know we got, I know we got, got our, our butts kicked last weekend. I know it was, I know it was tough to watch. It was embarrassing. It was, it was tough being in the stadium for three hours. Um, but we got to come out Saturday, have that high energy, high intensity, make those big plays, and, and make things happen in, in all phases of the game: running, passing, blocking, tackling, line of scrimmage wise. We need to win that battle, and we need to do. All those things possible to get the W and go one and get to six and one, and then we'll talk about Ohio State. Um, prediction wise, I think the boys get it done. I think I think we do come out with that energy, and I think we I think I think we really take it to them in the first half. I think things slow down in the second half, but I think we we take it to them in the first half. And you know, put some put some touchdowns on the board, and then ultimately put it away. You know, late third, early early fourth, we'll call it. So I'm gonna say 31-17. I think it's gonna be a lot better than last weekend. I think we'll slow down the run. I still think Muhammad Ibrahim has a big game. He'll probably go over 100 yards, but I think we slow it down. We get the W, get the six and one. We kind of, you know. Everyone comes back down to, to earth a little bit, and we kind of level out. And then next week, we can focus on, on the big one and welcome Ohio State um, to Beaver Stadium. Uh, reminder, that game's going to be at noon, too, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, enjoy it this weekend, guys. Let's, let's, let's start it over again. You know, The second half of the season starts on Saturday. Let's get it going. Um, enjoy it. I appreciate the support as always. And always remember, we are.